Hello, and welcome to Spoiler Alert, a weekly talk radio show for movie lovers. I'm your lady host, and with me, as always, are my brothers in arms, Jeremy Legui and Sean Dunham. Ahoy. Hello. This week, in honor of Remembrance Day, we are talking about war movies in all their complexity. Regular listeners will know that we are all about laughter here at Spoiler Alert, but I'd like to begin on a slightly more serious note. I want to acknowledge that while I personally have very conflicted feelings about war and the military, I am incredibly grateful for and humbled by the sacrifice and horrors that so many human beings the world over have faced in military combat for the sake of other people. I've never had to fight in or suffer through a war, nor have the people I love. And those that have deserve our profound respect and continued remembrance. Well said. Thank Thank you. you. Okay, so on that super light note, Mm -hmm. our regular warning... The show is called Spoiler Alert, so you should be sure to watch out for spoilers like this one. War is really, really bad. Oh, yes. I feel like that was the most most prominent spoiler that uh, came out of the movie. No air horns after that one. No. (laughs) Uh, Taps, I guess. Uh, See, I knew I was going to accidentally be disrespectful, which is partly why I started the show the way I did. I'm sorry in advance. I have never known hardship, and so it's made me... Someone doing an acapella of the tabs <laughs> is a shocking image, but it's a great... It's, it's striking. A great striking. I am a frivolous being, and I'm sorry. All right, boys, on with the show. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is a very me question that we're starting off with. Mm-hmm. How do movies about war make you feel? Usually terrible. Yeah. Yeah, there's, I don't think there's a ton of... There are some war movies on this long list that I have made that are kind of like... I don't... Well, Joyful does not appear. There's comedy right. war movies, yeah. but I think the thesis of most war movies is that it's not great. Yeah, that's bad. I, all the ones I pretty much watched are uh, Joyful Antics while we're in basic training. Yeah. <laughs> and just like, can we stop there? Because then things get real after that, and I just don't watch that. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I was thinking about that going into this week because I was like... I don't like watching war movies that much because as a highly sensitive person, um, it's hard and it makes me upset because a lot of times it's really bad stuff. Mm-hmm. That's a bad stuff? deep, deep thoughts over uh, here. Yeah. Um, which I think is important to note. Uh, but yeah, I was just curious about how everyone's approaching it because I know there are people who genuinely really love war movies and what they can do and I think they can do important things. It's like Ron Swanson. <laughs> exactly. In what way? His favorite, <laughs> you know? his favorite film is Bridge Over the River Kwai. Yeah. It's the only film he's ever seen. <laughs> I love that. It's the only film that made him cry. Something like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, okay, so what is your favorite war movie, boys? My favorite one? Yeah. Oh, man. It's such a long list. <laughs> See? Ron Swanson over here. Ron, Ron Swanson. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump on popular opinion. And say Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, it's I have favorite. seen it so many times on VHS uh, with its accompanying VHS documentary about oh. the making of Saving Private Ryan. Uh, it's just so great. It's just so real. Mm-hmm. And it, it was sort of created after looking at all these real war documentaries mm-hmm. as opposed to the the movies of the before time where it was, you know, very composed yeah. movie shots. But no, you're, you're in there with, uh, with yeah. Tom. And uh, it's, you know, 
it's it's quite something. Well, and which also makes it hard to watch in some ways, I find. Oh? Because some of it is so, like, because there are those moments that are very, like, they feel very personal. Mm-hmm. Like, you you really are in it, as yeah. you put it. And so, just, yeah, I find it stressful. Oh, well, but I... It's amazing. I would say that's a... Like that's, a success the on exactly. the part of the movie. Totally, totally a success. Because it really does convey a lot of what it, I don't know, what, what it, it I think it like, would have been yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. So. I'm listening to a podcast right now um, called Unspooled, mm. where uh, two people are watching uh, the entire top 100 of AFI's top 100. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so far they've hit like at least 10 have been a war movie. Mm, yeah. It's like... I don't know. It's, people love. They're a iconic. Movie. They're iconic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I'm not exactly sure why. Yeah. I'm, this is a question I have for later on, but we're here. So why do you think that is? Uh, I think it's an American thing. Specifically? Well, if you look at like a Japanese war movie is more about honor. Yeah. Right. And that's mm-hmm. that's a sort of big push. Whereas uh, Hollywood does like to sort of glam up the violence, and yeah. that's not as big in Europe, right? That's, that's it's, true. They do it, but it's still not as not what it was. And I think that a part of it is sort of this like Americanness that is in a lot of movies, right? It's part of their mythology, right? It's like, like militarism is in our blood. Mm-hmm. Every like every Best Picture yeah. nominees there's of the ten, one. there's always one, yeah, which mm-hmm. is crazy. Yeah, yeah, I find it very interesting, but I think it also like. I don't know. I have very conflicting feelings about this because I kind of don't want to believe it. But there's a part of me that thinks also is, you know, being warlike a part of human nature. And it's a story that we like are really that we really connect with. And that's part of the reason Mm -hmm. it gets told a lot. I think it's also just something that looms large, especially in the 20th century, having gone having lived post world wars. Mm It's something that we think about a lot and talk about a lot, and that is, like, culturally very important, especially in North America. Yeah. Well, socially speaking, for sure. You know, it's it's in there, and I think once you get groups of people together and groups of people start disagreeing, Mm -hmm. it's historically a go-to. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just to have everybody fight. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's never, there's always going to be a war. Like yeah, the, you know, there's, which I hate, which is insane and terrible, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it's kind of the truth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, this is gonna be such a funny episode. I knew oh, it going God. in. Um, what do you think are movies that have realistic depictions of war um, beyond what we've already talked about? And do you, what do you think this means, and why is it important, or is it important? Sean, uh, you want to go first? Um, sure. Well, I'll just bring it up with a a classy film called. <laughs> Well, this is... I was going to say Schindler's List. <laughs> but I'm actually going to talk about something else for a moment. Um, do you guys know Empire of the Sun? Yep. No. Um, oh, yeah. Ooh. It's crazy. Is it, is it I watched it when I was Super a kid. Good. Young Christian um, Bale. It's a, oh. like a 12-year-old Christian Bale who is an amazing actor. So good. Like, And I know that he's... Obviously, he's great. But for some reason, just like as a child, he is like so stellar. Um, John Malkovich is in this, too. Um, it's a Spielberg movie about... Um, so he's, like, a privileged, like, British kid. He is living in... Ja- he's living in China, and then Japan uh, advances in, and him and his family get separated, and he goes... He's captured and is in an internment camp, 
and it's just really brutal. Mm-hmm. And he kind of oh, and he forgets what his parents look like by yeah. the end of the film when he finally sees. Yeah. He's like kind of searching for them, and then when he does find them, he does not recognize them, and it's really insanely sad. Yeah. He he really becomes like the product of his environment mm. and it's like he's almost feral yeah he's like the survivalist yeah. basically yeah and it's there's so many things <laughs> and it was just yeah. like this fascination with like a plane mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um uh, what else was I going to say? Oh, and uh, young Ben Stiller is in this film Whoa. and he conceived of the Tropic Thunder premise mm-hmm. while he during filming Whoa. yeah we're going to talk about Tropic Thunder yeah, it's later. Good. yeah great yeah uh, I forgot it. well I I remember that movie but I forgot a lot about it. Yeah, it, the fire of the sun. You mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is brutal. It's, yeah, and there's not a lot of uh, there's not a lot of glory in that. No, <laughs> it just sort of gets lower and lower. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen this movie, Brad Pitt Fury. Uh, I don't know. It is a star-studded cast of Brad Pitt, um, some guy who I constantly think is that kid from High School Musical, but isn't. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, Shia, Shia LaBeouf is in it. Oh. Uh, the guy who played Shane on The Walking Dead. I can't okay, remember his great. name. But oh, yeah. um, it's about, they're a tank crew. Oh. And uh, they're... The tank ca- girl? Uh, <laughs> no girls. Oh. Well, there's no some, girls allowed. There's some girls, but it's a more unfortunate situation. Um, anyway, uh, cool. but the, the way they show them in the tank... It is so claustrophobic. It is so. Oh, I hate it. It, I, I don't even know how they fit five men in those things, because they are like on top and underneath one another and like tucked in, and it is so terrifying. And they have to work together, but they kind of hate each other. Oh. And there's like it's it's very stereotypical. Like there's a new guy and all this kind of stuff. And then it also plays with like glory in this really weird way of how like awful they are. Mm-hmm. But to the infantrymen. A tank is such a good thing to have, yeah. and they save the day again and again. Right. But they are the worst. Tank like, of the original clown car. It's true, oh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the the way they are depicted lying on one like yeah. I can't even understand how they all fit in there. And Shia LaBeouf squirting seltzer in Shane's face. <laughs> <laughs> Each squeezing each other's big so red So dark, Shane. So dark. So dark. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, it is. If you have not seen this movie, go and watch it because they are. I don't know crammed. if I can. That's They're the sardined thing. in there. Oof, I'm such it a. Is. It makes me feel like such a, such a civilian, like such a <laughs> soft, like. It, does, I think that's one of the things actually that a really effective, well-made war movie can do, especially mm-hmm. when it's realistic, is like really drive home. Okay, this is horrible mm-hmm. this is something and it's interesting because i think that's my takeaway and it's clearly not for a lot of people that like this is about why we should never do this again mm-hmm. why we should avoid this at all costs whereas for some people it's like the ultimate glory and yeah, this like thing like, to be cherished I, be there. I just i don't know anyway you, i watched the hurt locker this weekend i just i'm gonna interject yeah do you think it's a hemingway thing like, do you think it, he's the Hemingway, source of this? I don't think he's the source. I think he's a conduit. Okay. Like, uh, there is this particular brand of, like, oh, I don't even know exactly how to describe it. Cause he, I want to say masculinism, but I know that's not exclusively what it is. Yeah. I don't... It's definitely in there. He glorifies... Yeah. But, it's this thing of, like, you're authentic and raw. And, yeah. And you're... And it's visceral and, like, real. 
But to me, I see these films and I'm just like, no, it's bad for human beings to have to go through mm-hmm. this. And this is part of my thing with Remembrance Day, too. And I think a lot of veterans focus on, like, we remember so that we don't repeat our mistakes. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Anyway, that was a weird tangent. It yeah. just I, I think about this a lot around Remembrance Day and watching these war movies and thinking about the different things that people will take away from them mm-hmm. is very interesting to me. Um, I watched The Hurt Locker this weekend. Um, and to me, it seemed like a very realistic depiction in some ways. Like, it had some of that same, like, visceral, gritty... I found it very stressful, which is always like, <laughs> okay, this is the key yeah. that it's, like, showing it's me some real in. stuff. Um, I actually really enjoyed it more mm-hmm. than I was... Like, I, it was a very well-made movie. Um, and it's kind of that same thing where, like, Jeremy Renner's character is so awful. Well, it's... I. I think the Hurt Locker is even more of like a, a sort of example of like these are the kind of people this makes. Yeah. Which is terrifying. Right. Because well, like Jarhead he, is like that too. Yeah. Well, it's a very good point because he is just so at home, mm-hmm. out there, whereas when he's home, he can't even. Yeah. And I and I mean that's an I think that's an interesting and important idea to explore too is like, yeah, what does this do to human beings? Mm-hmm. Um, or like, what kind of people does it? Attract, attract, yeah. and then like, what does it? And empower, em- yeah, embellish, and mm-hmm. it's yeah, very fascinating. Also, do you guys think Dunkirk is would be cons- like a realistic war movie, or just an effective one? Well, it's it's been described as people who were there yeah. as very accurate. Yeah. So, I I mean, I feel like tonally it yeah. does such a like because that's a movie where I like was so stressed the whole time I really? watched it. Well, just that the I mean the use of silence. Mm-hmm. The, that like dread, I would yeah. say is like the predominant tone of it. That yeah, just feels very like very effective. I almost thought Dunkirk was like edging closer and closer to like almost a documentary. Mm, interesting. Like it's and it was just because I think we are used to seeing such sensational things. Yeah, like so. Yeah, and so when it's you know it's when something happens, it's more based reality. Yeah, it's. Less spe- like jarring. Yeah. Well, spectacular, I think, is a good word. Yeah, I think so. Because that's, again, the Hollywood thing. But And yeah. this is my next there's question. There's long spaces oh. in between. Germany's yeah, story. exactly. Next question. What do we think of movies that romanticize and or glamorize the military and war? And what are some good examples? Well, pretty much all of the films I watch a little <laughs> bit glamorize. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because... Um, we could just start right into A Private Benjamin. Let's talk about mm-hmm. it. I which, watched it last night. Which I, I love that movie. It's I loved so it. It's yeah. great. But it definitely does... They have one of the best switcheroos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just like this Yeah, Jewish princess who's, <laughs> uh, played by Goldie Hawn, who is a like, genius. Like, Im- amazingly. She's yeah. so good. She's the best. We started her wedding day where she makes love to Albert Brooks and he promptly has a heart attack and dies. And <laughs> on top of her. <laughs> on top of her. Um, very dark. And then she is at a loss and gets recruited um, to the army by a, 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 a lying recruiter. A gifted mm-hmm. salesman. <laughs> very gifted salesman. He basically is like, you need uh, direction, you need control, you need discipline. Uh, you can... Like, have a condo and yeah. live on a boat. And she's like, I want that. And she's like, what if I hate it? And he's like, it's any other job. You just quit. Just quit. Which she's I was like, like awesome. right away, I was like, I don't think that's quite how it works. And then, yeah, she gets there and then she's in for a rude boot camp awakening. Which I love. I love a storyline of, like, Pris, Prissy someone. Shh. 
highfalutin person goes and gets their spirits crushed at boot camp. Because she's like <laughs> such a she's such a um, physical genius too. Yeah. Like when oh she was God. doing the first push up and her, <laughs> she was like up down up down. <laughs> and, she, and she's like, oh my God. Yeah, like she, Goldion is a gifted physical comedian. Uh, is there? Th- that's also the one with the scene where she has to do the laps in the rain. Yeah. yeah. And it's like the very tight, tiny, yeah. like, w- just essentially walking in a circle. Her whole, her just whole forever. squadron. Yeah. Squadron. Yeah, squadron. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, these words feel funny in my mouth. And they're uh, all yell- yelling at her, and they're like, you're such an insensitive person. You're She's so like, selfish. That's not true. I never go to a place empty-handed. Yeah. <laughs> just having this, like, squabble. Just, a, just like a clash of... Worldviews. It really is, but it's interesting. Like that that storyline of like military as personal development is interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, like she, um, the evil Eileen Brennan was trying to send her home. <gasps> so good. Who was also amazing. she also wasn't evil. Like I had a lot of sympathy for that character. Oh yeah, no, she was very good at her job. Mm. She has cheekbones, like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> well, and she lashed out at them because she was hurt because that other general, no captain. Slept with that private. Slept with that anyway. private. <laughs> Watch the movie. You'll see what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, she's just as like a, a bit of a smirking villain when she see, when she meets her. Mm-hmm. And she is the best. She's so funny. She's so good. Um, what were we just talking about before? <laughs> we're, mm, we're talking I mean, about Brennan, before we got into Oh, Eileen. culture clash. Yeah. Personal growth. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> oh, and so she tries to quit. Her parents basically roll in, rolling their eyes. Yeah. Because they are just used to saving her and being disappointed by her. And then she just is like, I'm actually going to stay. Well, she has this <laughs> moment. Her dad basically is like, I'm never going to let you out of my sight. Because she joined right. the army and didn't tell anyone where she was going. So he's like, I'm never going to let you out of my sight. We're, you're going to live at home. Like, you gave your mother a nervous breakdown. Yeah, she like sees a glimpse of her future if she leaves the army and sees, like, okay, I can make a choice here to actually see something through. Mm-hmm. Which, when I've had myself. friends in the military, which I have in the past, much to many people's surprise, I'm sure. I am. Um, just one, actually, I think. Maybe <laughs> two. Um, that's one of the things he talked about was, like, some of the values that he learned. And one of them being, like, this this like stick to itness and also learning to like subvert your own wants and needs for the good of like your team mm-hmm. which in some degree is a good thing probably and in her case it was mm-hmm. just not in excess yeah and the, she you know these six weeks <laughs> a, boot, a boot camp can really <laughs> affect someone yeah and by the end she's like a powerful like when at the end Confident. she is strapped into this teensy little um her uniform she looks like a million bucks oh my they're God. all going out to party she has like blonde hair cascading under it's like, her it's like in this beautiful dress under her little military hat it's one of the best it's looks one of the, of the best century. looks ever yeah and she meets a hot frenchman who does turn out to be terrible right which i saw coming i'm gonna yes, be of course, of course, i was like this frenchman is too hot he, um, he knows too much but yeah it's like one of the few times where she is not when I first saw it, I was thought, sorry, my thoughts were that, like, she is a bad decision maker and she'll keep being, like, she's a mess mm-hmm. and she'll keep being a mess. But in, as, like, another moment of thinking, I was like, oh, yeah, every man in her life keeps mm-hmm. messing her up. Yep. And these are, like, one of the few times that she is empowered and is yeah. doing, making decisions for herself. And it's really great. Mm-hmm. And it has the best ending. Yeah. 
it uh, like I was blown away. I thought I would enjoy it. I love a Goldie Hawn film, mm-hmm. um, and it was like funny and well written and did glamorize war and like there was no actual war in it. Mm-hmm. So there's that's it was, it. It was, it right. Was, there was a war game. It, yeah, it was basic training. It's a, it's a basic <laughs> training movie more than anything. But, and the yeah. war game lasted several days. And <laughs> yeah. Was had and helicopters was like, and <laughs> capture the flag at summer camp is what it yeah. seemed like. Except like scarier. Scarier for yeah. sure. A lot of guns. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway. Speaking of scary, when they prank Eileen Brennan after the war games, yeah. mm-hmm. and they put the blue in her shower head, I remember seeing that as a child and not having, not grasping what was happening and being very terrified. <laughs> Also, I feel you should not have seen that movie as a child. I definitely (laughs) watched that. It was too. It was early exposure to Goldie Hawn, and it's Uh, honestly the way I think. I think I had early exposure to Goldie Hawn too. Didn't we? We had different. We took in different ways. Also, I saw that they're doing a remake with Rebel Wilson. Of course, they are. And how sad. I'm scared. And I like Rebel Wilson. They just. They put her in these things that mm-hmm. I feel are well, destined for disaster. Why is everyone taking a Goldie Hawn gem and s- throwing an Anna Ferris in it? This is <laughs> like just leave it alone. This is what is, I'm we so don't good. have a Goldie Hawn. So good Hawn. for you guys to come onto my side right now. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm not anti remake. I'm just anti that kind of remake. Mm-hmm. Jeremy, yeah. um, you got an answer? For oh me? yeah, the one for me that that screams. Uh, you know romanticization yes is Patton oh sure which ha- I don't know if you guys have seen but it is about sort of the chess game between Rommel and General Patton mm. in the desert of World War Two, and it is you have seen the like him walk out in front of that flag yeah right and that is I've seen clips but I would never watch the full movie oh really it's great oh it's super good I don't know. it's you don't see a lot it's like a man thinking and no then, I know but I think it would just <laughs> like drive me insane the degree to which it's like Rah rah! This huge national myth. Uh, ma- <laughs> Go on. Sorry. <laughs> I've never heard talk. it with the rah rah. Rah rah! This huge national myth. <laughs> Do they say that? That old yes, uh, that's song. A quote. Well, it it is depicted because it's about him, right? Yeah. Like that's that's yeah. that's what it is, and it is depicted as like this chess game, mm. and there is like. To them, there's no loss, no stakes, right? It's yeah. it's no, no. The stakes are well, super high. Sorry, yeah. But they're no playing the top level game, yeah. right? So, yeah, no, they don't. I don't know. I, I don't think he really. There might be a couple times where they kind of like allude to, oh, I made such a mm-hmm. mistake. A bunch of men are dead, but not really. Yeah, yeah. I feel like a lot of films of a certain era, a certain like sixties mm, mm-hmm. era, maybe in particular. Are like that, like just a lot of like fun war romps, <laughs> where there's like a fun escape, like The Great Escape, Bridge Over the River Kwai. Actually, is maybe an example of this, although that's a little more realistic. The Dirty Dozen. Uh, I feel like all these are pretty. Like, they're sensational, but I don't think they're really jokey. You know, well, but it's not jokey. It's like, the, like it's less serious. It's not pr- they're pretty overtly se- jokey. They're pretty serious. But there's like there's definitely a lightning of what's going on, mm-hmm. right? Because it's it's very easy to vilify the enemy in this case, well, but and it's not it's not just a lightning it's like a an excitement. It's almost like a sports movie. Yes, exactly. like 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 that's how it's, and it's still very serious, especially in the ones that you just mentioned. And I think we mentioned this last week. There's this uh, 
Mark Hamill movie called Big Red One. It's his other movie. Oh, God. <laughs> That's such a bad title. Best title in the world. That's what they were called. People said that to one another in real life. Wait, what? Big Red One. Oh, you're in the Big Red One, Bill? Like, that's what... What does that even mean? It's uh, it's one of the regiments in the military. Oh, Yes, okay. I believe See? it still exists. <laughs> like, and that's, <laughs> that's what they're called the in the American military. Anyway, um, but... We uh, have a big red and white one. <laughs> <laughs> there's no red or blue one. or it's There's no white or blue one. Huh. So it's well, just, just the joke. reds. That's a good joke. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, it is very much like these other films you mentioned. Mm-hmm. But as I said last week, at the end... It, they find a concentration cap, and then Ooh. they have to clear it. Yeah. And it just totally... They, I don't think anybody speaks for the last 20 minutes of the film. Oh, this is the movie you were talking yeah. about last Yeah, and then the credits, just, the credits just roll right at the end. Ooh. Oh, um, Because a lot of these movies, you know, address the valor, but not the... Yeah, that's exactly right. what it is. So, uh, the grimness. Yes. Or like, the horror. Mm-hmm. Horror. Horror. God, that's a hard word to Ooh. say on the radio. Uh, what about Top Gun? Uh, Top Gun is like, I don't know, the the 80s just like all over the war movie. Yeah. With some Tom Cruise and beach volleyball. But isn't it just like pretty fun? It's very fun. <laughs> I haven't seen Top Gun in like 15 years. I actually have never seen They're making Top Gun too. Oh my God. Yeah. And, uh, How do you feel about it, Jer? Uh, I'm okay with the late sequel because okay. everyone's back. Right. The late, I forgot. And guess what everyone's the premise back? is? Goose Sun wants to fly. What better wig man than <laughs> than Goose himself? No, uh, Goose is dead. Maverick. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, spoiler alert! Indeed. Oh my God! <laughs> Wayne's got. Yes. Oh yeah, no, it's a tragic accident. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. An accident? yeah. Yeah, what did you think it was murder? They don't really fight a lot in no, Top Gun. No, this is that thing where it's like, I don't remember. It's like I've never seen You're it. dangerous. You're out of control. You're a loose cannon. Oh. Yeah. And then he was. That's from the Iceman. You got really excited when yeah, he performed yeah. that. Yeah. I just had... Someone's nickname is the Iceman. Yeah. Because yeah. he never makes... You know, he plays it by the book, Sean. Oh, right. As ice does? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ice, ice, it's Val Kilmer. Below Iceman. zero, you're always frozen. Yeah, Iceman. You can fly with me any day. Manly arm and brace. Oh. Yeah. Well, how did you how did you identify the plane if you were moving at that speed? Because I was inverted, which to the rest of the world means Gracious. upside down. <laughs> Good grace! upside Jeremy down. Jeremy really loves this movie. Is I, what I, just I love I love the cheesiness of Top Gun. It is love it. Kenny Loggins beach right. volleyball, picking up ladies with songs. Oh, yeah, it's very. Uh, Poor John, ladies. John's so, so distressed. <laughs> I can't think He's of like, anything worse than being picked up by a song. You should, you, uh, guys, you should check that out. Have you guys seen American Sniper? Uh, um, I've only seen the memes of him uh, cradling a baby that that's clearly animatronic. That yeah, baby? Yeah. <laughs> Just, I, don't, I, also see that. I don't think it was anim- animatronic. I think it was a doll. <laughs> No, because the arms like jerk move, like move gently oh, under his blanket. They're like, <laughs> 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 yeah, there's... I haven't seen it, so I feel that I can't indict it for glorifying war. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's, it's it sounds it, def- it has it the seem, word American it just in seems it. Seems like it does. It definitely rides the line, and I think it is more of a like about an individual man yeah. than it is about sort of who I think greater. is a bad man. Right? We found that out since snipers. Well, I believe they are. Snipers in general, not my cup of tea. But I think that specific dude, Kyle something. Oh, I I have no idea. The Uh, actual man. It's I. I only know what's been depicted by, uh, what's his name? Bradley Cooper. Thank you. I'm sorry, Jackson Maine. Yeah, that's 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 the joke I was trying to make. 
With, yeah, his previous life before Jackson Maine. <laughs> you would just have Oh, God. Oh, it still I hurts it. me. I, 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 oh, okay. uh, well, out of you, soldiers, we're going to take a quick break. <laughs> that may be the only pun I'm capable of making this episode because that's about as far as my military lingo goes. Uh, we're just going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors, and we will be back soon here on 91.3 FM CJTR Regina Community Radio. And we're back here on Spoiler Alert on 91.3 FM CJTR Regina Community Radio. And today we are talking war movies. Hey, Jer. Mm-hmm. What time is it? Oh, I don't know. It might be game time. Oh! Wow, wow, wow. Whoa. For all the views. <laughs> 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 Just do a little <laughs> For all of you who do not know, or if you're just tuning in, the game is where I spend all week digging through title after title to try and find a movie that these two have not seen. I then tell them the title of that movie. They tell me what they think it's about. And then I tell them what it's really about. We all have a good laugh. Uh, a single chuckle is heard. Huh. And then we move on with our with our show. That's the dream. So you, excited. You guys, ready f- you guys ready for it? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. The title of this film is Zulu. 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 The spelling of that, I'll give you that, is... Wait, don't give us the spelling. Don't okay, carry on. Well, because also I don't, I don't think I know what the spelling is normally. No? Of that. Okay, I'm going to go first, because okay. Sean always goes first. And then I was going to say, you're not jumping on I know, I know, but I, it's because I, it. I always take a second. <laughs> it's because I'm always worried that my first reaction won't be the right one. It's always okay. the right one. I think that this is like a non... A non upsetting slash racist sort of version of coming to america featuring a zulu warrior mm-hmm. um but like played by someone who's actually from that part of the world and like knows the culture and it's not just eddie murphy doing a an accent is it eddie murphy <laughs> no nope. okay i said it's someone who comes from that part <laughs> of the world i just had to check yeah <laughs> it's actually eddie murphy's suit um Medea. <laughs> yeah, Medea style. um and it's just about you know uh that that the like comedic misunderstandings that arise from culture clash, and uh, eventually he makes uh, America a better place um, by the sweet interactions he has with the people who live there and the values that he instills. I thought for sure you were going to say by becoming elected in the midterm elections. Well, I thought about that, <laughs> and I was like, no, I don't want him to have to suffer through American electoral politics. Mm. Even if he makes it good. Yeah. All right. He can do good other ways. I think it is about um, a sensitive man named Louis. Um, he lives and works in France. Um, he's a biologist. Uh, this is in the 40s-ish, uh, and he chooses to stay behind at the zoo he works at when um, when uh, <laughs> when the enemies come knocking and everyone else clears out. So he wants to care for the animals and see them through so they don't get abandoned. Uh, he becomes known as Zulu, and, uh, <laughs> and it's very heartwarming, and he's honored at the end. Oh, my God, I would saving watch the that animals. movie. Uh, there's kind of a movie that's like that. Yeah, what is it? <laughs> I do not remember what it's called. Because I feel we like We uh, bought a zoo. Yeah, that's, bought a zoo. <laughs> we bought a zoo but with Matt Damon. But there is a story yeah. that's like that about a zoo during a war. Yes, there is, yeah. Uh, uh, maybe I shouldn't watch it, actually. Probably is that, cry. Uh, I think, Jessica... Chesting, maybe. maybe. Or uh, the other one. Amy <laughs> Bryce Dallas Howard. <laughs> or Bryce Dallas Howard. BDH. Okay. Uh, you guys, Zulu is a 1964 film. Uh-huh. Uh, it depicts the standby, the Uh-oh. 1879 uh, conflict. 
Conflict. Between uh, the British and the Zulu Conflict, it says. Sorry. No, it I'm didn't editorializing. It didn't say that. I, I did that for, oh. for brevity. Cool. Invasion? <laughs> Colonization? Uh, removal cool. of the British from... Oh, the, good. The region, yes. Great. Not great. Sorry. But Sorry. <laughs> I'm jumping to conclusions. Yeah, 1879. I so the well-established British uh, being removed by Zulu forces. Great. Uh, it's, uh, it's got Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Yep, yeah, and some other British. <laughs> Does he play Does soccer? Uh, <laughs> I feel like he plays soccer. <laughs> I don't think they play soccer. Does he wear they, a pith helmet? They all do. Yeah. And they all have these great big mustaches that go from, like, the center of their nose to their ears. They like, all, to, all the way. Um, anyway, yeah, it's uh, it's like an old school, very nice film, shot on film film about their uh, them essentially being beaten again and again by the Zulu Wars. I getting, should watch getting this. Getting that sounds really cathartic. Out of them. Uh, it's... It's not, and it's oh, it's everything it's you hate <laughs> oh. <laughs> on a whole bunch oh, of levels. Oh, I see. So it's, I see. Yeah. Okay. Um, they do eventually. <laughs> I see. Yeah. I see. Uh, it's not about Zulu victory. It's, I see. It is. <laughs> well, but, right, uh, but it's not. That's uh, what you're saying. Like, that's not No. The... Well, the ultimately, yes. Okay. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> We're talking circles. But, uh, uh, I'm not being clear. Spoiler alert, the ending is, of course, uh, the British finally retreating and the Zulu uh, chanting a chant of respect because of the good fight. However, the body count of this movie oh, is no. through the roof. I'm sure that's also exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Sounds good. Good picture. Yeah. Uh, that great pick is, of course, brought to you by the RPL Film Theater, which, uh, from what I hear, is the best theater in town. The best. The, the best. best. The best. It's the best theater in town. And just happens to sponsor the show. Yeah. I ordered their uh, popcorn on Skip the Dishes just yesterday. You did not. I just. <laughs> oh, my God. RPL Film Theater, so please get your popcorn on Skip the Dishes. <laughs> I was so you would shocked make so and delighted by that. That would be great. All right. Let's get back to this super light and fluffy conversation mm -hmm. about ah. war movies. Um, how do you feel about movies that satirize the military and war? Um, have you guys seen Stripes? Yeah. yeah. I, this is a great example. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. It is basically Ivan Reitman was like, um... What if Cheech and Chong went to, to basic training? <laughs> yep, that is actually exactly and what it's they like. They didn't sign up for it, but then uh, Harold Ramis and the other one. I forget his name. Bill Murray? Bill Murray. Okay. Yeah. And it ends, or not even ends, this is like in the middle where they're, mm -hmm. him and all their pals are really bad at basic training. Yeah. As you want to do, you're mm -hmm. always bad at basic mm -hmm. training. Until Group of misfits. Are, yep. Until you're the best at basic training. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, so they are kicked out of basic training, and then they tr they make a routine, but then they sleep, almost sleep through uh, a ceremony, but then yeah. they all storm in and do a crazy gun march routine. It's mm -hmm. almost like Stomp the Yard. It's a Stomp the Yard situation. Bill, Bill Murray is chanting mm -hmm. uh, and singing, and <laughs> it is... Like, it's basically it's a choreography. Trip. It's really yeah. crazy. You guys, With guns. You know John why Candy. they do that, right? What? Huh? what do you, you can do that routine? No, no. What? No. Oh, you sorry. know why they do that. Oh, I thought you well, said, no, like, you know, I, know I can do that. The military does a version yeah. of that to train them for being in sync and, like, handling their guns. Yeah, but yeah. these did, like, a bring it on but routine. This, yeah, like, this is, like, that. The, that's, that's how trained they are and in sync. <laughs> exactly. Right? Yeah. Because that's how they learned, actually. Yeah. 
when they did their little montage all nighter. Yeah. Super great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's really good. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I wish I could remember Bill Murray's responses to he, the, a man is asking him questions and he's just like yelling. Mm-hmm. Just like, <laughs> I can't even think. Just of so that. irreverent. He's so irreverent. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Rye. And then I'm, I think later, then after that, then they go to war. Yeah, and it's a, and it's good. like it's worse. Yeah, but if they just stopped right at that halfway yeah. point, really, you guys don't like the, the no, second? No, I do. Oh, okay. But it's like, oh, it's all fun until that part. And so then now it's still, it's still quite a bit of fun. Yeah, it's still for the rest still of the definitely <laughs> like satirical. Yeah, and there's a lot of uh, stick 'em ups instead of bang bangs. Yeah, a but, lot uh, of stick 'em ups right. instead yeah. of bang bangs. <laughs> I really like their high tech van that they. Yeah, that's the ba- that's I love that like, part so much. It's really good, and those two, just the whole thing, like this is a, when did that movie come out in the eighties? Presumably, it must have been. It's I mean, got Sean Young in it because I feel like it's of this really eighties thing where like. 81. A male protagonist who is very likable and like enjoyable to watch, but not what you would call the ideal mate. Uh, very easily obtains female company from the most beautiful women you've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Like, they they have this thing where he and his friend, I think it's Harold Ramis, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hook up with and then just have relationships with these two beautiful women in the army. Mm -hmm. And it's like, they're like funny and charming, but it's not entirely convincing to me that it would just be that easy for those two. They are surrounded by. Um, beautiful masculinity all the time. They want some, yeah, some Jewish funny man. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say. Anyway, yeah, that's true. A, that's a minor quibble. Um, in what is otherwise a very quibble filled. <laughs> it's not going for realism, but it is highly enjoyable mm-hmm. and very fun. Yeah, which like in and of itself is like, well, is that problematic? I don't know. Is it um, effective? Same with um, Inglorious Bastards. Mm-hmm. Oh, and <laughs> the title of the film. I just don't know. Ooh. Sorry, I. It's gra- It's a gray area, and also spelled with an spelled with an e. And I pronounced that e very hard. Really yes. hard. I didn't. Amber, phone in if we're we're off. <laughs> Let us know. We're off point. If oh, she doesn't call, just out. <laughs> if she doesn't call, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's you're all you're the experiencing time. technical difficulties. <laughs> I don't know who said it. It was a ghost. I don't know who said it. Either. But yeah, same thing. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a, a fictional vengeful satirical take mm-hmm. on um on an event that has very so many takes and yeah. is mm-hmm. very historically uh looked at i forget whose idea i'm stealing right now but i heard someone say this in reference to that film inglorious b mm-hmm. we'll call it in apartment um, 23 it was <laughs> yes <laughs> like it was i don't know if it was a film critic or like on a podcast like it could be anywhere but they were talking about it in the context of um the sort of concept that one of the ways in which you um undermine a dictatorship is to make it funny and in the context of like that was what charlie chaplin did when he made the dictator Mm -hmm. and like in that movie it's inviting you to um to laugh at hitler in a pretty major way um which i always thought was like i think it's an interesting conception but I have questions about it, honestly, because I wonder, like, does it trivialize the awfulness of that thing? Like, I know there are a lot, like, there are Holocaust survivors who talk about, like, making it ridiculous is, like, a subversion of of the power of that dynamic. Mm -hmm. But then also, especially in an era where there's a very terrible human being with a lot of power who we laugh at a lot, and it hasn't ultimately undermined any of his power, it Mm -hmm. makes me ask questions about it. I think... 
IB, as I will refer to it. IB. Yeah. Uh, is It's certainly about the those themes that you touched on. Yeah. But knowing who it came from, I think it's more of a, a look at the actual creation of World War II movies. Yes, that's right? another because, huge Because that's, it. like, it's, it's, he's always, Quentin Tarantino is always the mirror, like, mm-hmm. looking back, and that's what he does. He does it well. He makes you think about a lot of things, but he does sort of, you know, rev up a lot of issues in sort of the whole idea of, the like... The film within a film. Right, but also the, like, you know, you have this the strongest group of the film is this group of Jewish men in the wild, just sort of cleaning up, you know, there's I guess they do lose quite a few members, but there's not really a concern there for their safety Mm -hmm. because they're taking it back, so to speak. Well, and they literally win in a movie theater. Right, and like, it's, you know, there's so many you Mm. know, parts to this, but I think that really in that particular instance of looking at Hitler, Mm -hmm. It's comparing all the other depictions of Hitler. Yeah, that's interesting. As opposed to sort of belittling what was kind of a big deal. Well, but it's still right? making him silly. Absolutely. Which I think is an interesting mm-hmm. take. But I think um, I think yeah. just depicting Hitler in any way is kind of a silly it's thing. complicated. Right? Yeah. But yeah, just like having him, showing him on screen in general is mm-hmm. like kind of camp in its own way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because there have been so many takes. Yeah, and there are some like very accurate, very serious depictions that do show a lot more. Yeah. Like what's but, okay, what film there's that clip from a film that became a really big meme a while like ten years ago, honestly. Mm-hmm. Where he's like nine 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 nine. Yeah. What's that from? That's not from Yeah. No, there's another film. Ah, oh, maybe I'm mixing up two ideas in my head. No, that's yeah. But there's a really famous movie about like the like the last days of the Third Reich, where he's like in his bunker, and it's a really oh, like, there, realistic depiction of there's, Hitler. There's one with Tom Cruise. No, okay. it's I don't. I, it's a, yeah. I don't even know why I okay. brought this up when I can't even talk <laughs> about it. But like that's an interesting example of like I almost feel like if you can't do it that. Mm-hmm. realistically or you're not going full camp anywhere in the middle is like a little bit fraud absolutely yeah. i like the idea of you talking about who like where the work is coming from mm-hmm. um like when spielberg made schindler's list right. to come back to mm-hmm. it um he initially many times turned it down because he didn't believe that he was mature enough to handle mm-hmm. it um and then the actual filming um I was reading on Wikipedia that he pretty much sobbed almost every day. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was a really hard film to make, and almost all the actors and everyone just had a really terrible time, but also pulled in some really great performances. Mm-hmm. And well, uh, Spielberg, when he was young, like, his early films are almost all World War II movies, and they don't really have a big story. It's mm-hmm. just, like, they, there's this trick that people used to do where you'd, like, bury a stick in the ground, and then when you stomped on it, it looked like a shell going off, mm-hmm. so you'd fall and, like, die. And so he has, like, lots of 16-millimeter movies about, like, oh, this war stuff, but he really regretted it because he did sensationalize it as a child, mm-hmm. as they did, right? Right. And, you know, realizing as an adult and as an artist what these things meant and obviously a lot of people have not seen these movies they're not very good but um you know he he did regret it and that's mm. i think why uh i've well i've read some things about why he did saving private ryan and he always talks about how everything he does has some element of world war Two in it like indiana jones with the nazis there's always yeah. some tie back to it yeah but um 
he was really afraid to do Saving Private Ryan, especially because of how mm. uh, Schindler's List went. Like it was because it was yeah. so hard. It was so hard, and so to really dive into the sort of combat and everything, they were really concerned. Mm -hmm. I heard a story recently, and I think it was about Schindler's List, although it could be another like iconically sad movie, that Robin Williams was filming a movie at the same time on the same lot, and he would go there yeah. at the end of their shooting day and like tell jokes and like, yeah. just kind of mm -hmm. like goof That's around true. with people yep. because he was like so worried about the people. Uh, he was paid to eventually. Oh, like was he was he? hired oh. it's because it it did get pretty bleak. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also I read that the, the actress that plays like the little girl in the red yeah. coat, he, um, he like demanded that she not see it. Yeah. Until <laughs> she was 18. Yeah. Yeah. Cause didn't they like stage things so that she didn't know? She just mm -hmm. was like walking down a yeah. street mm -hmm. and like, yeah. yeah. And they would, like, tell her other things were happening yeah. Yeah. to give her motivation. Yeah, I, I'm scared. I was going to watch it this week, actually, mm -hmm. for the show. And, like, I just, I have the November blues real bad. Oh, I uh, watched it in, like, grade I, 10. Yeah. My, I think, my I think, teacher I think the pacing us. of it would maybe save you from, yeah. because you, it does dip into yeah. and then come back out. And, uh, but it's still... It's a it's but a winning story, story right? Yeah. It's, it's it's still pretty. I went through this phase when I was probably like mm, twelve, thirteen, like right around when you start learning about World War II in school, or like are really weren't learning about it. Where I just became obsessed and like read all of these novels set in World War II and like watched so many mm -hmm. movies. And I think I almost like burned myself out oh. on it. Like I just got so obsessed in a way, um, especially with the Holocaust. Um, so now stuff like that, it can be really tough. Yeah. Obviously, pales in comparison to the things human beings have gone through. But, yeah. Um, I don't know that we have time for any more questions, you guys. I know. I have such a long list of movies like that we, we haven't talked about. I feel we could do a whole other episode. Well, actually, I was wondering that the, if this would happen because there's so much to talk and about. There is so, well, there's so many films. So my, I mean, the only thing I had left to what, talk about was G.I. Jane anyway. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> Which, to me, more went a Razzie for. Well, right. And I want to talk about, like... Anyway, maybe I think we maybe just have to do another episode about it. I think and so. And put a pin in it. Part two. Put a, put a, pull a pin out of it. No. To be continued. TB, TBC. Uh, yeah, who knew? War. A lot to mine there. Mm. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't... Listeners couldn't see it, but there was genuine alarm in my eyes when I realized <laughs> the wordplay I just accidentally done. Uh, all right, boys. It's time for a very fun segment. <laughs> this is really... Just a lot of ups and downs in this episode. Mm, yes. Um A little little segment we like to call What You Watching. What so, boys, watching? what have you been watching? Well, um, as we have spoken about before... Um, Netflix just added all of the seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> is this what all of us are watching this week? Nope. <laughs> it is, um, and I've seen every, I've seen every episode, and I've, like, for the last decade, have just watched as it aired, but then I just really got into season five, where there's a lot of really great talent, and... Um, it's just so addicting and yeah. they just go down so easy. It's like candy. And Alyssa Edwards is so funny. I love her so much. <laughs> she was playing Katy Perry in the Snatch Game and <laughs> was trying to lead her in a joke and was like, so have you ever kissed a girl? And she's like, oh, Rue, no way. <laughs> and then Rue's just like, but you, okay. <laughs> it's Did just I... like the saddest flop of a joke ever. <laughs> Did we ever talk about Dancing Queen? Eliza Edwards Netflix show? Oh no, I haven't I, seen. I think it's. I think I was watching it when I was away. Oh well, I think my wife watched it. Oh, it's really good. <laughs> I should. I should get some eyes on that. You gotta watch come it. Come back Sean. to it. You gotta. Um, other than that, I've also watched 
uh, the latest season of Kimmy Schmidt, which was guys, added a long time ago. But yeah. you guys are killing me over here. <laughs> oh, Jeremy. I, I was going to talk about a book today, but I oh my god. Um, and uh, what was I going to say? Titus Andromedon is still oh. one of the funniest characters on Netflix. Iconic. Um, and the jokes are just a dime a dozen. <laughs> Wait, that's not the right. Thank you. A do- like a dozen a minute. A dozen a minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like, like that, that might be the like one of the highest jokes per minute. It's crazy. I cannot even follow it. I have it's to so sometimes good. rewind and like really soak in each one. Guys, I don't know if that's a good thing. It might not <laughs> yes. be a good thing. But For me, it works. My I, ADHD brain loves oh it. Oh god. <laughs> anyway, so that's what I I've been watching. That sounds nice, Shawnee. Mm. I watched uh, a few a couple movies. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We're gonna we're gonna get. We're going to get a little deep into this, what you're watching, uh-huh. and uh, we're going to talk about sensationalized violence for a little oh, bit. Uh, I watched a little movie called Desperado. Desperado. Uh, <laughs> I actually don't know what it's about. You've never seen Desperado? No. Nope. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, first and foremost, there are two movies, the other of which is called Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Oh, I have seen that. Um, yeah, me too. <laughs> How have you guys not seen Desperado? I don't know. Uh, We we never watch anything. Antonio Banderas has never been so attractive. Wow. And he is tall order. He is gorgeous in these movies. I'm not not even afraid to. You ever seen him take off someone's? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You ever seen him take a sword and whip off someone's clothes in a Z shape? Oh no, that's no, no. Once upon a time in Mex or no, sorry, Desperado is where it's at with regards to. you know, he's just, he's just so cool. He, oh. I, I can't even, uh, with scenes such as, you know, he's got his guitar ca- case full of guns. Ooh. And, uh, you know, he goes looking for, uh, the, I'll just call him the villain because it's a bit more complicated than that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, oh my God, you guys, we, right. we need to talk about this movie. Great. Uh, I'll watch it. Based- Is it a Western technically? No. God, no. What well, what? You- I mean, I don't know. Oh, Desperate, like. No, no, no. It's based on, uh, so it's all Robert Rodriguez. Uh, it's based on El Mariachi, uh, which is a, a re- it's a remake. So mm. Desperado is a remake of that film. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's one of the best Mexican films. Well, it's one of my favorite Mexican films, certainly. Mm. Uh, and uh, you know all this, all this stuff. It's a modern uh, take. Like it's not mm. set in the past or anything. Well, modern as of 1991. Yeah. And uh, 30 years ago. Y- you know, it is just full of all the things that I love in movies, like a guitar case full of guns and a guitar case that is a gun and a guitar that's not a gun. How many guitars is he Oh, my around? God. You guys have no idea. <laughs> is it a, oh, because a mariachi a band. Yeah, traveling no, oh, mariachi oh, band I see. would have a lot of guitars. Yeah, and then in Once Upon a Time in Mexico, uh, he's joined by Enrique Iglesias, who also has his guitar, his guitar case full of guns. And oh, uh, oh I yeah. love these movies, you guys. This is <laughs> why don't the they switch best. things up and add a, a horn to the mix? Because that's they're they're in Mexico. There's uh, in the especially uh, in this. Excuse you. What trumpets are a big part of mariachi music? No, uh, no, 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 not in Desperado. It's the legend of this man with the case. You crack and... open a maraca. <laughs> Get inside there. Okay, no, no, no. but seriously, trumpets are important. And I, so are tubas. <laughs> Tubas are important. Yes. Don't get me started. I love Mexican music. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. But, uh, oh, no, it is, you know, some iconic characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do some super cheesy things where they call themselves Sons of Mexico. Ooh. And I am Hijos de Mexico. absolutely sold. Oh, it is the best. He does, I like to just translate things he does say it. He world. does say it in English. So. Hijos de Mexico. Uh, yeah. No, super great. Okay. Robert Rodriguez at his best. What about you, Love it. 
Well, I've been watching a lot of Drag Race. I'm just on season four right now. Um, <laughs> You're but I'm looking forward to season Yeah. Season two was a bit of a slog, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> the production value just wasn't there. Not there. The level of talent wasn't quite on the same level. Mm-hmm. But it's different. It was a different time. Are you guys gonna start a RuPaul show? Honestly, we probably okay. should. <laughs> um, Would yeah. you dissect episode by we episode? We could go episode by episode. Stay tuned. Wa- for wife, of the sh- wife of the show, Ellen Legui. She's in. She Oh, she'd be down for sure. I right guess, after spoiler alert. I feel like alert. it's been done, but not by us. <laughs> not by us. Not locally. <laughs> Two white Listeners, look write, local. Write it. Get local. Write, Get write local. in Get for your, local. RuPaul, your local RuPaul show. Ooh, really, yeah. really pick it apart. Um, so Queen I've been watching City, that. that's what it's called. Oh, my God. Well, now we have to. Now we have to. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's really, really good. Uh, yeah, so I've been, I've been mainlining Drag Race. Um, I remembered, I finally remembered what the other movie I watched on the plane was. Sean can attest to this. It was driving me insane. And then in the most random moment, I was like doing something in my apartment. And I was like, <gasps> Phantom Thread. I watched Phantom oh, Thread. Oh, I loved it. Really? It was so good. Was it super long? It was quite long, but I was on like an eleven-hour flight, so mm-hmm. it didn't Nothing feel that long. Time. Um, Daniel Day Lewis is just so incredible in that movie. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like he, it it was his purportedly last role. See, he says purportedly. Yeah. Um, we should have brought that up during the cooking show. Oh, because there's a lot of delicious food. So stuffs. much food, and oh, I should have written down the woman's name who plays Alma, but like the lead, she's. So incredible and so beautiful in this very particular way. And the whole movie is just like sumptuous and like just it's all about like fabric and texture and then like emotional texture. And, and it's like sister is oh, insane, like just so many good performances. It looks amazing. It's so like intense even though there are, like, zero stakes and not really a plot. Like, <laughs> it's so... I can't even... I can't even... Um, yeah, he it, brings this level of intensity. Is there a literal phantom? Nope. Damn it, Daniel Day-Lewis. But the thread is a phantom. Yeah, like... You can't see... The phantom is... You can't see the sewing. The connections between us. That's <laughs> I thought, my thesis I thought that was the that thread. Movie. Yeah, but it's a phantom thread. Oh. See what I did there? It's a ghost. English yeah. Honey. Well... Yeah. Boys, that's all we got. That's all we got time for. No time for me to talk about the book I read. Mm-mm. Shucks. Next uh, week. Thank you so much for listening to Spoiler Alert. We would like to thank everyone here at the station. Uh, I'd like to thank my lovely co-hosts. We'd like to thank Saskatoon's The Garys for the use of our theme song, Manituna. Um, you can find us various places on the internet. We are available as a podcast on Spotify and iTunes and all kinds of other places you get podcasts. Um, have a great week. Watch the movies. And stay tuned for our future podcasts. Queen City. City. <laughs> uh, bye. Bye. <laughs> Sorry, Jeremy. <laughs> I did it. Bye.